When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Yo, it's heartbreaking. I just jumped off the porch with dirty glove bastard. Too fresh enough swim back, it's getting to island every day. Once I get inside my feelings, I pull lines to the face. Shit, I feel like I can't be touching. Alright, today we got heartbreak jumping off the porch with us today. Yo. What up, man? Y'all go follow me on Instagram on my heartbreak. H-A-R-T-B-R-E-A-K. I'm going crazy for sure. Lock in and tap in with me. Let's do it. Come on, man. How you feeling today, man? Man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Just blessed to be here. Blessed to be in a position on man. Real shit. So what you out here working on in Atlanta? Uh, I really was just coming out here just to kick it, but I'm going to fall off in the studio and stuff tonight. All just right, get in. Right. Network with some people real quick while I'm here. For sure, for sure. So how would you compare here to Atlanta, back home versus Savannah? Man. It's different. Like, Savannah is small, of course, everybody know that. And like, being in Atlanta, it's a different type of vibe. Like, networking is way easier. Just meeting new people, it's, um, it's just different. Savannah, too small. Yeah. Would you ever reconsider moving out of Savannah? I, I don't even live in Savannah no more. Okay. I stay in California now. Okay. Yeah, but I come home a lot because being out there, you get homesick. You know, when you're used to a certain environment, yeah. you just got to come back around and get another vibe, get another feel, give you more time to go through more stuff. So I go back home a lot. For sure. How would you compare the transition versus, you know what I'm saying, Savannah to California, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's a big leap. That's the biggest transition I ever had. Because L.A. is, man, it's super big. Everything, and everything super expensive is way more higher prices than in Savannah. Even the guys, just everything different. I had to just adapt to it though. It wasn't yeah. hard. Just as long as I got a studio and a crib, I'm good. So you fucking with it out there? Yeah, I like it. For sure, for sure. So let's talk about Savannah, man. How would you describe your upbringing out there? Well, it was, it's just like every other place, like poverty, shooting. Some people got it, some people don't. And then the ones, and then you got some people like me who gonna grind, go hard every day to get it. Savannah really made me tougher and made me like who I am, honestly. So I appreciate my city and love my city for that. That's real, that's real. So how would you describe coming up without your father in your life? Uh, that was, when I was little and younger, it used to bother me and like break me down. But now that I'm older, it really motivated me to go hard and, and know to never re depend on no man or rely on a man or nobody but yourself. That's real. Even though you got people in your corner and stuff that's gonna always be there for you, or you know, you expect them to, but just don't never look for it. Like, yeah. if it's genuine, it's genuine. You know when it's real and when it's not. Real spill. But um, that's, that's really it. 
it used to break me down, but now I just, I just go hard 10 times. I'm gonna make you regret that. Real shit. That's how I be feeling. So how do you explain the relationship with your mother? My mama like my best friend, I swear. She like, like that's why I ain't never been too pressed on not having the pops, cause it's like, she was a mother two times. She was a mama and a daddy, so. Long, as long as I got her, I'm good. I don't need no pops. Real shit. So when would you say you jumped off the porch? When I was like, probably, I could say like, when I really start, really when I started rapping, because before I just sit in the house and chill, or I just be at my grandma house, just be out there, everybody on the block doing what they do. I'm just, I just be chilling, just been around it. But like when I really started like getting into trouble or doing love, you know, love stuff, I probably was like 15, 16. Then when I started rapping, it started getting a little deeper. Because you know, when you rapping and moving around and you doing stuff, you see more things, get around more things, and you just come adapt to that uh, environment. Just adapt with it. That's real. So what about being 15, 16 and jumping off the porch? Would you say that you learned and endured from jumping off so early? It opened up my eyes to a lot of stuff. Like the number one thing was to always go get it and don't never look for nobody to give you a handout. That's the biggest thing I learned from like, you know, going out to go get it by myself. Even though my mama gave me everything I wanted, I still always knew to make my own money regardless or what. Whether I got this person in my pocket helping me or what. I just always knew to go get it by myself. That's real, that's real. So what inspired you to drop out of school to pursue your music dreams? Bruh, I knew I had it. I ain't gonna lie, I knew I had it. Like, first I wasn't really taking it serious how I was recording. I may post a little snip snippet and then never drop. Then I finally had thought to myself, like after me and my brother, we in the studio, 6.30, 6 in the morning, I got school the next hour. So I'm like, man, fuck it, I'm about to just stop going to school. I don't know, I just went to sleep one night and knew I had it. When I started taking it serious, I started going up and elevating quick. So boom, I'm like, fuck school. But I was OD smart in school all my life. All A's and B's, no cap. I was smart as hell in school. It just wasn't for me and it wasn't getting me paid. Yeah. That's how I felt. What was your mom's reaction once you told her you was dropping out? You know she flies. <laughs> I'm, her, I'm her youngest boy, so you know she was on me. But when, when somebody got a strong will and they strong mind, it ain't really nothing you could tell them they gonna go get it. Regardless of who don't like it, but that's just what it is. That's real shit. How did it affect you? Hold on. How would you say it affected you once you lost your grandmother? It affected me a lot, cause like my grandma was like my mama. You ever had a granny like you got that mama born with? And then like growing up and being around her and being around everybody over there, it was like it was it was bad. It was it really broke me, cause we were super close. Like I used to come in there, kiss her and stuff lay down, chill over there. And then my mom used to drop me off over there. I used to stay over there. She washed a nigga in tubs since I was a baby and shit. So she was, me and her was real tight, real close. So that shit really, it scarred me. Yeah. And then not to mention, you lost your brother a few months later. Yeah, that, that's really, and like you said, what made me like rap, that's really what motivated me, motivated me to go super hard. Cause it was always a dream and a vision me and him always knew to go get. Like, and that we wanted to do, we wanted to be a rapper. Well, I wanted to be a rapper, he wasn't even rapping. He just was so fully invested into me. Like just, even just coming in the studio, not not even having to pay nothing, just being there for me and being there with me through the whole process. So that was hard for me, cause I feel like that was my best friend, my soulmate type shit, like my real life brother. So I told him everything. When you lose that, it, it kind of make you on the distance from everybody. But it really made me go harder. 
it stopped me for a little minute. I was stagnant, but then I knew like, feel me, it's a bigger picture to it. So I just started going crazy. I used it. I used that as a drive, made me go harder. That's real. That's real. So after enduring all that, what would you say is the biggest life lesson you learned so far? Just to always keep going, never let nothing break you down. We all human though, so we all gonna fall short sometimes or get shaken up. Everybody go through trials and tribulations. You just gotta keep going. That's the biggest thing I stand on. Keep going. You just gotta keep going. So what was it about music that would you say drew you in from like a young nigga? I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, I had love music forever. But I never was like rapping ever. But I was used to, I used to sing. Cause I had like Chris Brown. I was a fan of Chris Brown. That man do everything, rap, dance, act. So I used to pay attention to Chris Brown a lot. That's what really, and, and growing up in my family, everybody had a talent. My mama sang, my sister sang. Everybody do something in the musical world. So my uncle rap, he from New York. He really kind of like made me just go get it. Like go try it. We was in the car one day freestyling. You know, New Yorkers, they could freestyle out the top of their head. They could rap, rap. So I really learned how to rap, rap from him. Then I just started putting my own feelings and my own flows into it. Just started going crazy like that. That's real. So who would you list as some of your musical influences? Uh, it could probably be people like A Boogie, Polo G, you know, around that type of melodic area. People that be harmonizing and stuff. But I listen to a variety of rappers, like just to get love. You know, love takes and stuff from how people move or what they do. You know, just expand my horizon. Yeah. So how would you say you got your stage name? My stage name, it really came from, well, it's kind of self-explanatory, just heartbreaks. And when people bring that up, they automatically think relationship and females. I would never do nothing like that just based off of a female. It just come from like losing my brother, boom, my granny, little other mental things I'm battling. Like, I just always felt like, I was down, and then you know, you when you at your lowest, that's when you're going through a heartbreak or something, like, no matter what it is. And it could be a, from a relationship, but just I was going through so much at a certain point of time in my life, it just got like that. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you feel like brings the best out of you and your music? I gotta go through something. I gotta go through something or see something. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. Like, see something more than what I got. That way it could motivate me to like, oh yeah, I gotta do this. Yeah. I, got, I gotta go through something or see something. Let's talk about when you worked with Lil Papa on Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. 860,000 views. Nah, that shit went crazy, I ain't gonna lie. And it's still doing numbers, like, and then there's no promotion on that song, nothing, that shit just, and I knew it was gonna be, like, I don't know if that's considered a hit or not, but to me it was, cause it's about to do an M. Yeah. And you know where we come from, and you know, I'm just starting, so I'm like, oh, that's kinda big, like, well not kinda, that really is big, but that song came about, I think Papa had like 200,000 follow 200, followers. My folks like, why you chose to do a feature like, with that, with, with his amount of followers and fan base, I'm like, bro, I'm telling you it's going to go because I know dude could really rap, so it just came together how it was supposed to, honestly. That's real. Did you anticipate it being as big as it got? I ain't going to lie. I, I felt like that when I recorded it, but I didn't know how the world was going to take it. But once I posted the snippet and I seen it going crazy, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to go. I knew it after that. Yeah. But when I recorded it, I knew I was recording some hard shit, but I didn't know it was gonna, everybody else was going to gravitate to it that quick. 
I'm glad he did, though. So what would you say it is that inspires you to keep going? Seeing money. <laughs> seeing that money, seeing different places, being able to get whatever I want, writing in that, not having to wait or ask nobody. And just to really, what else inspired me, just, just really, yeah, just that. That's really A lot of things, though. Now that you got your feet wet in this game a little bit, how would you describe your experience or thoughts on the rap game as a whole? The rap game, it's cool. It's way different from before, but it's it's cool. I don't really be into the scene or onto the scene like that. I just be kind of to myself. Mm -hmm. I don't really be trying to get into it like that. But how would you describe the music scene in Savannah? We got we got some talent in Savannah. It's just so small. You ain't gonna never really. Hear nobody tell somebody really break that door down and put, like, you get what I'm saying? Really put everybody on the city, like, put the light on us big. Like, yeah. That's when you can really see that the talent we got there, what's going on there. Because we got some hard, like, people would call underground rappers. We got some hard rappers in Savannah. That's real. So talk to us about the inspiration behind your latest single, Poetic Pain. That shit was crazy. I ain't gonna lie. I knew that shit was gonna be hard. I heard the beat really, cause when I go in the studio, I freestyle. So I just hit a beat and just like my feelings, just however the beat make me feel, or I'm feeling in that moment, I just go off it like that. And at that time, I had been seeing my granddad some days before that. That's why I spoke on that in the song. I went through some shit with my girl, shit like that. That shit just, that's how it came about. I feel that. What about, I don't know? That was really, that was a real thoughtful song. Like, cause I always like, no matter what, even if I feel like the love is genuine and real, right then in that, in that very moment, I always question everybody. I question myself sometimes, so I just really don't be knowing if the love real or if it's fake or if it's genuine or what you're looking for out of being with me or talking to me or being around me. I just always question stuff. That's real. I'm big on like, I got bad trust issues. I don't know, you can't really, nowadays you can't really trust nobody. I feel that. What is your definition of moving militant? Moving militant is like, everybody probably think that I mean like, you just gotta be outside slinging iron, just shooting, just being the biggest killer. But moving militant really, I really think that I mean like, just moving militant, everybody on point, everybody on 10. You ain't about to let nobody play with you. You just, you're not looking to, you feel me? Start, do no dumb job to throw away your career and not throw away your life. Moving militant just about being on point. And if you gotta stand on business, stand on business. Move militant when you do it. That's real. Just do it the right way. So what should we expect from your upcoming project? I ain't gonna lie, that's gonna be one of the biggest ones. Cause my craft is crazy nice. I've been, the stuff I have been recording and been putting out lately, been some of my best work and my best has yet to come. So I know my project gonna be crazy. Real spill. What is it that you want listeners to take from your music? Say it one more time. What is it that you want listeners to take from your music? I just want them to take, uh, really just look at me as a whole. Just the way I move, the way, first of all, the way I move, just be to myself, don't bother nobody. And then you gotta stand on business, do that, like I said. But, and then what you take from my music, from the females, just that it's some niggas out here who real and gonna keep it real with you and be loyal to you. Even if y'all ain't in a real relationship, they just gonna keep it a hundred. You can't do nothing but respect somebody like that. And for the dudes who listen to me, I mean, it's certain songs like, I mean, rap about pain and how to get through it or tell how I cope with it because how I cope might help somebody else. You never know. And then just other stuff like living, just live, live life to the fullest. You only get one life to live. So live it to the fullest. Real spill.
So what's some advice you would give the youth that's tuned in to this interview right now? Go to school. <laughs> Go to school, stay in school. Even though I ain't finished school or, or stay in the public school, I would advise anybody like younger than me to, to go to school because I ain't gonna lie, start there. At least seeing what you want to do because sometimes rap or the entertainment world ain't for everybody and school ain't for everybody. So you just got to know what's best for you and just stay prayed up. The more you pray, you feel me, blessings come. Yeah, I'm heavy on that. So besides music, what's some of the other goals you got set for yourself in your career? I think I want to get into real estate. Cause I, I know a dude who into it and he get a lot of paper from that. So right now in my, in my mindset I'm in, being 21, I just want to get the most money I could, put it up, put it up for my people, make sure everybody's straight. I want to get into real estate. And I want to, I guess I want to, I want to have a label like eventually or have somebody run it for me. Cause I know I ain't got the patience for that, but that's the kind of stuff I'm into. Real still. Any last words and shout outs? Yeah, man, I want to shout out to Off The Porch for having me. Shout out to all my partners, my brothers, my sisters, family, everybody. Shout out to Savannah, the city where made me. Shout out to yeah, y'all boys. That's really it. No rap, man. Heartbreak, we appreciate having you on the porch with us today, man. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate y'all having me. For sure. Too fresh, no chewing back, cause niggas dying every day Once I get inside my feelings, I pull lines to the face Shit, I feel I can't be touched, I'm running miles around the game Everybody loves McDonald's fries So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home Um, but the bag did feel a little light Ba-da-ba-ba-ba -ba -ba.